This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Claire News Club has promised to be the place to go for conversations about the news. So in this first episode, we thought we'd really go for it and get into that small matter of the man who runs the most powerful country in the world and whether at 81 years old, he's fit to do so. Yeah, that small little talking point that's just been bubbling around for a bit. Uh, It's been around since before Joe Biden was elected the president in 2020. Mm. It's a discussion that revolves around his age. It's come in and out of focus over the years too because of his many gaffes. And by many gaffes, I mean even during this whole chapter he mixed up Egypt and Mexico. Uh, He's confused the names of world leaders. He's mixed up the names of various wars. He's also physically stumbled a few times. It's a long list. It is a long list and it's really in focus this week because one of those mistakes was made as he was responding to a report into his handling of classified documents. We'll talk through that throughout this podcast, but the upshot of that report is that criminal charges would not be brought against Biden because it would be difficult to convict him as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Yep, so he's avoided those charges. But the question about his age and his fitness for office has been thrown back into focus and now it's very clear it's a problem for Biden and it's not going away. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. And this is News Club, the place to go for conversations about the news. First, the club, though, every week as part of News Club, we'll provide some recommendations on news content that'll help you stay abreast of the topic at hand. It's all about doing the heavy lifting for you. So you get a few takes on a topic from a variety of sources. We read a lot of news, Claire. So we'll sort of curate for you uh, a few reading, listening and watching recommendations around a topic. This week, Claire, recommended club material begins with a podcast from Politico. Yeah, it's called The Playbook Podcast. They have a 10-minute episode on the nuts and bolts of this special counsel's report that we referred to just a moment ago. Also getting into what it said and how it's relevant to this election. Yeah, you know our preference for short-form, information-rich podcasts, so that certainly is that. It's a 345-page report, so you're probably going to want a summary. Yeah, 10 minutes is enough, surely. Our second recommendation is an opinion piece that was in the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age last weekend by Bruce Wolpe. Just to explain who he is, he's a senior fellow at the United States Studies Centre. He's worked in the US Congress for the Democrats. He was Julia Gillard's chief of staff for a time. He's kind of the go-to on US politics here. He is. You do see him in the media a bit. I reckon if you're a news follower and you saw a picture of him, you'd be like, oh yeah, I've seen that I've seen that guy. Yeah, Yeah. he writes very well. So it's a good piece, that one. What he's talked about there is what happens if the Democrats do decide that Biden shouldn't be their candidate for president when we get to November's election? And spoiler alert, expect an avalanche of gaff content and until the pressure just becomes too big. That's what he kind of says and a little bit more and we'll get into that in a bit. He also offers some advice on how Biden should play it. But of course, this is an opinion piece, so it's just one take. Our final recommendation, SBS, has a very useful online article that zooms out a bit and talks about leadership and Yeah, so not just about the United States and Joe Biden and Donald Trump, also about what other nations do in their sort of approach. How old is too old to be the leader of a major nation? Um, The point is that many of our significant leaders are into their 70s, Mm. Xi Jinping, also Narendra Modi. And Kate, I learned that Robert Menzies, who retired from politics in 1966, he was age 71 and he was Australia's oldest serving prime minister. 
at and, 71. And, I mean, if you go back that far, mm. it that that was probably the equivalent of the 81 that Biden is now or even older. Yeah, perhaps. life expectancy improving and all that, as it yeah. has. Yeah. We also um, asked Quizzes Claire about age and leadership. We had a lot of people respond with thoughts. We'll get into those a bit later, but first, let's chat. The chat part of this podcast, Claire, will typically be broken into three themes, not for any reason except we like to do things in threes. Yeah, it's a um, try it. It's a really good way of organising your thoughts. It's how Claire operates. Yep. If anyone wanted a little insight My into brain her brain. My brain breaks into three. Three things. Let's do it. The first theme around this is the question of public perception. We're talking politics after all. So the polls. An American ABC Ipsos poll showed that 86% of American voters think Biden at 81 is too old to serve another term. Important to note that the poll was done after this report was released. So after he was called an elderly man and then responded to that and also made a gaffe in that response. So the commentary around it is the fact that this continuing focus on his memory and age is affecting his prospects of being re-elected. And we've come this far, really, without mentioning Donald Trump. How? <laughs> I know. But that polling also asked about Trump's age mm. and 59% of those surveyed said that both Biden and Trump are too old to hold office. So age is an issue in an election year in the US. Donald Trump is 77. He's not that much younger than Joe Biden. Uh, important to note that neither Biden nor Trump are the nominated candidate yet. Can we put it just like a little asterisk? Yes. They are not yet nominated. To be confirmed. To be confirmed. It's not 100% locked in. That won't happen until August when they have their big primaries, but we'll proceed with our discussion on that basis. Let's do that. <laughs> um, assuming it is the case, it's being called the octogenarian election. That's unfair towards Trump because he'll be 78 when the election rolls around. And if Trump was to be elected, just keep this in your pocket as a fact to hang on to, mm -hmm. he would be the second oldest president in US history. So he's still not the age that Biden was when he was elected because Biden's now the oldest, currently the oldest president ever. But Biden was elected when he was 78, I think. So yeah, so that, but it's very close. Yes. It's very, very close is the point. Exactly. Just... <laughs> Stand by while I'm, we work this out. I'm rolling with you. We're going with it. <laughs> the point being, they're both getting up there. They're getting up there. If you wanted to know who was coming third, Ronald Reagan is coming third. Well, he's second at the moment. Second at the moment, but would be third. If, if Trump oh, was oh elected. Oh, my God. Now we're tying ourselves in knots. Let's forget <laughs> Ronald Reagan. We're talking about Trump and Biden. Look, Claire, the, I guess the, the point in all of this is that Trump hasn't been short of gaffes himself. And there are lots of questions about Trump and his capacity. Less about his age, more about his mental state. His mental acuity, I think it is, okay. about whether he's suited for the role, okay. for sure. On polling broadly, though, Biden is down. Yeah, so it's not just about age that's a net negative for Biden. Mm. It's also around his general popularity and he's trailing Trump in those polls. And because of that, the second theme around this topic, Claire, is what happens if the pressure becomes too much and... Biden isn't the candidate, the Democratic candidate. Well, who is? Yeah, and it's one of these things that as an organised person and someone who's interested in, you know, how things get done, you would think that there's a well thought through contingency plan as we're heading into an election year, that there would be a backstop candidate. But that is not how things work. Um, as president, there's a backstop for Joe Biden. He's got a vice president. That's mm -hmm. Kamala Harris. She would step in if anything was to happen to him. That's just part of how government works. But the, as far as an alternative candidate for the Democrats, 
it's a different question altogether. It's exactly right. There's no automatic trigger that if Biden wasn't to be the candidate that Harris would step into Mm -hmm. that role. If there was to be a vacancy for that candidacy, she would have to compete against other Democrats Mm -hmm. who would want to be president as well. And beyond that, I guess that it's interesting because the conversation doesn't go very far because the party line at the moment is that Joe Biden is the Democratic candidate. There will be no contenders. However, we're here, we're talking about this and the Bruce Wolpe piece that we recommended in the the club picks this week references this whole conversation around what do we look out for if the Democrats feel that they can't win an election with Biden? Yeah, so they might not be talking about people that Kamala Harris should be the candidate, there's these signs that you would see that maybe the ground is shifting. And Mm -hmm. what Bruce Wolpe says is look out for insider leaks and quotes from people who work day-to-day with the president that he's no longer up to the job. So the idea is there would be lots of sort of anecdotal tales about him Mm. wandering aimlessly through the White House or going to meetings and making confusing contributions. He says those are the kind of things to look out for in the media coverage. You mentioned an avalanche of gaff video content. That would probably be another red flag as well. You would think so, yep. Yeah, the idea is I guess that the pressure would build and it would be sort of fairly orchestrated. Exactly right. The third theme, Claire, we're going to leave behind age just for a second and look at these claims of mishandling documents because this chapter has seen both Trump and Biden run into trouble for hanging on to confidential documents after they've left office. There's politics around that. Yeah, there really is. So we can't talk about the special counsel's report that started this really big, intense focus over the last few days without talking about the actual issue Mm. about these classified documents. So Trump was charged over his alleged mishandling of documents. Let's just quickly get across that process, though, that Biden went through. He was investigated by a guy called Robert Hur. He's a government prosecutor who was appointed by Trump. Which you've told me, I said, oh, That sounds political, but you said don't read too much into that. Don't read too much into that. And look, the legal and the political commentators say he's the guy, while he might have been originally appointed by Trump, uh, he was actually appointed by Biden's Attorney General, Merrick Garland, who is a Democrat and sits on Biden's cabinet, to investigate the claims that Biden mishandled those confidential documents. So this is a non-political thing, they say, that's had very political ramifications. Yeah, because the Her Report recommended charges not be laid against Biden, in part because he represent as, and we said this earlier, a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Compare that to Donald Trump, who is facing 40 criminal charges over his mishandling of classified material, alleged mishandling after he left the White House. Yeah, so Trump's response to the Justice Department's decision not to charge Biden in the same way that he was charged. Mm. He was pretty angry about that, to say the least. Um, he says that it's evidence that there is a, an agenda within Washington, within the government, to get him. But the cases are very different. So the main point being Biden cooperated with investigators in a way that Trump never did. Trump definitely did not. He's accused of lying to investigators. He asked his team to hide documents when they were on to him. Trump set to face court in May over that. Of course, Trump says what Biden did is worse. If you're on team Biden, they say this is where the story ends. So he wasn't charged. He didn't mishandle documents. On we go. Yeah, that whole process is done. So let's move on. Um, But Okay, we've just spent, I reckon, about 15 minutes or so 
talking about why that's not where it ends. Yeah. Um, hers conclusions that Biden would present as a really sympathetic witness who has memory problems. Mm. It really gets to the heart of whether Americans want that kind of guy as their president. Yeah, so here we are continuing uh, to talk about Biden and his age and his fitness for office. US election, here we come. We promise we will pace ourselves, squeezes. We won't talk about the US election every single week. It's going to be a big year. As much as I would like to. It's well, fine. stand by for Claire's US election <laughs> podcast. Maybe a bit closer to November. I might get you on it, Kate, oh, from time to time. We'll I think we, we might go. tackle a different topic next week. <laughs> Let's move on now, though, um, to what Squeezers had to say. So in our News Club newsletter that went out yesterday, Claire, we asked, polling out of the US shows 59% of voters think Biden and Trump are too old to hold office. Do you agree? As it stands, 70% of our audience think they're both too old. Both too old. 15% said Biden is too old and Trump is fine. 13% were like, haven't really decided. Haven't decided, but that was fairly emphatic that they are both too old. We had a heap of comments too, very much a cross-section of sentiment about uh, your views on politics and these two blokes in particular. A lot of people saying Something along the lines of this, and I'll read out this comment in particular, if out of over 300 million people, Biden and Trump are the best, the USA is in trouble. Yeah, one squizzer also talked about um, not being in trouble, but being in doo-doo. Oh, yeah, they're in deep doo-doo. Deep (laughs) doo-doo. That was the technical term, I think. That's what they used. Um, And a couple of others saying there should be a retirement age for politicians and their judges of over 70 years. They've drawn a line in the sand of 70 years. Yeah, and I guess the point to make about that is already – America's politics is ageist. Mm. Uh, We've had a couple of comments about that saying age can't really be the qualifying barrier for that. But to be the US president, you have to be over 35 years of age. So young people are excluded on the basis that they don't have the capacity to serve at that level. So lots of questions about why there's not an upper age limit. Why there's not an upper age limit. It is interesting. And I imagine the comments we would get if we asked, you know, should should they get rid of that 35-year age? Maybe we should ask that. We might put a poll out on Instagram later in the week. Just yeah, asking whether idea. they should get rid of that because you're right, it is already ageist. Claire, you thought uh, one comment was interesting about CEOs. Yeah, one comment was I can't imagine a company CEO having the required energy to do the job nor the confidence of their employees if they were 80 years of age. Uh, you don't see many CEOs in their 70s or 80s. That is very true. And that's really down to the boards mm. being under pressure from shareholders who own all the capital in the company, making sure that the best person is in the job and they've decided that older executives in their 70s and 80s aren't up for it. Well, one squeezer said, you know, there should be a president between the age of 45 and 60. They were very specific. So there you go. Oh, that is very specific. <laughs> Very, very specific. Thank you for all your comments. It's kind of like the comment section of the newspaper. We're bringing it back in this podcast. It's been a lot of fun. (laughs) Keep them coming. We'll keep looking at them and there'll be, as I said, more rolling out across Instagram throughout the week. And then we've, of course, got the weekly wrap podcast, Claire, coming out on Saturday. We finish this podcast every week with our final thoughts. Yeah, which is a bit unusual for us. It's not necessarily an opinion. It's just a thing that stood out maybe. Sometimes I don't have thoughts. I but know. I'm sure I can make some up. Yeah, totally. We'll have a go. No, we do have. We <laughs> certainly do have thoughts, and you've got some really interesting um, 
I mean, you're quite thoughtful about US politics, so I'm keen to oh, hear. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, look, I think it's just one of these conversations around capacity to lead. And, of mm. course, there's many things that go into capacity to lead. Age is just one of those factors. Uh, one point that has been made quite a bit in recent days is that during the Trump presidency and leading up to that campaign, mental health experts came out in unprecedented ways to point out that they thought that Donald Trump wasn't fit for office, Mm. that he was displaying what they call dangerous signs. Mm. Um, Ultimately, though, experts, mental health experts, anyone who's looking at this, don't get the final say, the voters do. And we will find out come November. For me, a lot of reading uh, about Joe Biden and who he is, and there is a line of thought that perhaps being a bit bumbly and being a bit forgetful is kind of his thing and it always has been. And I guess that's a factor as well. The other thing that we wanted to leave you with was a very funny read from Marina Hyde in The Guardian. She's a columnist. We enjoy her columns, Claire. They give you a bit of a chuckle. We'll put that in your episode notes so you can check it out. She concluded that the job of US president is a job for a younger man than either Biden and Trump. She writes, not a younger woman, of course, That would be genuinely insane in the strictest clinical (laughs) sense of the term. (laughs) Definitely not a younger woman. (laughs) That's News Club week one. Please uh, get in touch if you have any thoughts. Leave us a review if you've enjoyed this podcast and we will be back next week. 